Welcome to the Seek 24 podcast. I'm John Michael Lucido, and I am so glad that you are here. This podcast is a place of community, collaboration, and inspiration created to invite and encourage you deeper into relationship with Jesus. So here we go. Welcome back, everybody, to the Double E Podcast. Thank you for joining us. Today, we are here with, guess who? I don't guess. Bradley Mirai. What's up, brother? Nothing much, bro. Nothing much. How you doing, Rami? I'm doing good, man. Good, good. Great to be back here with you. Kicking it with you, as always. Um, We're so thankful to be here, of course. And... Yeah, this is a new set, obviously, if you guys haven't noticed, but yeah, we have a noodle background today and new audio, um, so just moving things around a little bit, but this is what we're rocking with, so let's jump right into it. Let's do it. Yeah, and please let us know, uh, yeah, if your critiques about what you think about this set and audio, we're just trying something out for the day to see how this works, so... Yes, this is not set in stone or anything like that. But before we get too far ahead, we're going to give a huge shout out to Seek24 for sponsoring this episode. And yeah, it's so exciting that we get to be able to give a message towards Seek and what it's all about, but also just talking about the theme of being the light. I guess I'm getting too ahead of myself, but Roman, <laughs> what are we get into, man? No, you said it. You said it here first. Also, I didn't think I'd introduce myself. I'm Roman, by the way. So, okay, I was like, <laughs> but anyways, <clears throat> yeah. So today, um, we're gonna talk about being the light. You know, Seek Twenty Four is is coming up, and I think it's it's a good season to talk about um, just being the light of Christ. You know, in the darkness and help, you know, share what, is, what does it mean to be the light and um, just give our thoughts on that. And yeah, we're just, we're excited to get into it. Um, just being the light. Um, I guess the first thing we should talk about is just what does it mean to be the light of Christ in today's world? Um, we're college students, um, but I guess... Yeah, I, I guess I'll ask you that first. Just what does it mean when when Jesus says to to be the light? Hmm. Yeah, yeah. My first, just the image that pops up in my head, it was 623 when they put the monstrance right on the altar. And just, just like, whoa, like the light of the world, like absolutely insane, you know? And just thinking about, I was, so I was, in world, world, I was at World Youth Day over the summer, and one of the, it was a Life Teen XLT, and one of the speakers was talking about the monsters. And there was so much, like, yeah, so much goodness in it. And he was mentioning how a lot of monstrances, like, yeah, you have a lot of pretty ones, like, exteriorly, maybe a lot of, like, some that would consider, like, just not, like, not attractive and just, like, like, oh, like, you shouldn't be using this or thinking, like, how could this be, like, the monster instead? It's, like, holding our Lord, you know? Yeah. And I was just thinking of, 
And, th and then he brought in the fact of like, like we are the monsters. Like through the divine like indwelling, through our baptism, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit like is within us. And we are actively, you know, through our baptism actively, we are actively walking monsters, you know? And that was really just inspiring to me. It's really had me think, I was like, okay, like Jesus, like I'm not alone. You know, they're like whatever I'm, whatever's going on, like I am not alone. Yeah, but also just thinking about when we go into like being the light and like what that like really looks like, it just has me think about in order to be the light, we have to be different. You know, like in order to to be, and it's just like to be noticed. In a way, and this is like like we do have to like be different so people can see the change. Like we have to change certain behaviors, certain, for instance, like vices, like whatever mm. it is, so they can be like, oh, there's something different about this person. And then you have them wondering and thinking, so, you know. But maybe I'm getting too ahead of kind of like you're like, not getting ahead at all, brother. Like, now that was, I love what you said about being different. Um, you know, but at the same time, when it, when it comes to being the light, you know, we talked about this, being the light is simply being who we're called to be as, as Christians. Um, I don't want people to think that, you know, being the light is some extraordinary thing that we're here to talk about. You know, being the light is simply just accepting the invitation that Jesus has given us is simply to just be who we were created to be, the light, you know? Um, and I think that's important to know, um, to not lose hope, you know, about, oh, I can't be the light, you know, let me just not even watch this. Mm. It's like, no, Jesus is inviting you into this, um, to this amazing calling of just shining, you know, your light in the darkness. Um, yeah, which is, Shoot, I wanna, I wanna know more about that. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you have any thoughts about that? Just how it's, it's not something that you don't, you don't have to be equipped for. Mm. It's simply just saying yes. You know, saying yes to the calling of of Christ. And we can actually dive right into what you know Paul says about um, being the light. If you think we should do that right now. Yeah, I think I, I want to mention. I can't. I don't know where I heard it, but. It was talking about like how God equips the called. And that really just like had me just like thinking about like through his grace, whatever he's calling us to, his grace is gonna get us through that. You know, whatever trial, like like whatever that is. Um Yeah, I just wanted to mention that. I just wanted to mention that because that that right there, recognizing that, okay, yes, being the light, yes, it's gonna be hard. Yes, it's like going against the norms of what the world is telling us. But like through that, we can only do that through God's grace. But yeah, what uh, what verse were you playing sharing with us? I love what Paul says in First uh, Thessalonians chapter five. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna go through it, verse four through eleven. Um, he says, "But you are not in darkness, brethren, for that day to surprise you like a thief. For you are all sons of light." and sons of the day. We are not of the night 
or of darkness. So then let us not sleep as others do, but let us stay awake and be sober. For those who sleep, sleep at night, and those who get drunk are drunk at night. But since we belong to the day, let us be sober and put on the breastplate of faith and love, and for a helmet, the hope of salvation. For God has not destined us for wrath, but to obtain salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us, so that whether we wake or sleep, we might live with him. Therefore, encourage one another and build up, build one another up, just as you are doing. You know, when I read that verse, um, Paul is clearly mentioning that, yeah, we are living in darkness, like clearly. You know, our world is, is filled with, with the darkness, with the enemy, with, you know, our flesh. Um, and I think it's important to read this with, you know, with courage, knowing that even though we walk through the darkness, you know, we, we fear no evil, you know, for God is with us. And there's nothing that we should be afraid of to shine that light to others, right? Because, I mean, we talked about it, the fears that we may have to, yeah, be that monstrance, you know, is is a difficult thing to do. But, you know, Paul is saying, yes, like we are, we're in the darkness and we're in a war, but it's like Jesus Christ wins. Yeah. And Jesus Christ you know, he, he wins. And it's like, in the end, yes, we will face like hardships, but it's like, there's like that sense of like just confidence and like zeal and courage, you know, that overcomes the darkness, that light that is important to, to notice um, in the midst of this dark world that we're living in. You know, it's important to highlight, you know, that light and the good news of Jesus, first and foremost, um, and to like die for that, to stand on that. Let that be our foundation. Let us attract that light, you know, and and be confident in that and that be, in the beauty of of Jesus in the light. Spend time with that light, so that that light can reflect and you know burn through that. That fire can burn through every single darkness, you know that that it can burn through, you know. Um, yeah, Bradley, I guess speak more into that. Like maybe, maybe the fears of, you know, that of being the light, you know, of it's, it's a reality, right? Like this is, this is not just some, you know, like this is reality of the darkness that we're in. Speak to just maybe the fears that one might undergo um, and how to kind of cope that. Maybe your personal experience, whatever you think you want to share about that. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Ryan. I, I first want to just mention the fact that we see it in the scriptures, right? Like Jesus was talking about how like they first persecuted me first, first hated me first, and I think it's so easy for us to to get caught up in like, oh, they're gonna hate me, oh, they're gonna do that, oh, oh. but. Those, some some people like hated Jesus when he was being the light in the dark, when he was bringing the light, when he was bringing truth, when he was bringing hope. But others hated that. 
I was like, oh, like, why would you do, like, going, since with him being, going against the norms, others are like, oh, like, bro, what are you doing? Being yeah. different. Being different. And that right there is like that hope of like, if Jesus did it, what makes me think that I can't, that he won't get me through what, what he went through? Like giving me that grace that I need. You know, and St. Paul was talking about, uh, in verse eight, but since we are of the day, let us be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love and the helmet that is hope for salvation. It's gonna be hard. Like he was saying earlier, like, like, like it will be hard. But God's grace is a lot stronger than any temptation, any trial. And with our yes, our, our simple yes, that, that's the acceptance of that invitation. That's what God wants. That's what he needs. Because our will, our, yeah, our will helps us or helps in a sense helps us like our posture our heart posture to truly receive that grace when we're able to fully say yes but to go with the fears you're gonna lose some friendships you know i know for myself hopefully I not lost, yeah hopefully not yeah right but i know for myself i lost i lost friends yeah you know i I couldn't be around the same people anymore. And it, it had to be my choice. Do you know what I mean? I, I couldn't wait until the friendship like ended through that other person. Like I had to make that step of like, hey, this isn't. Or with me saying like, like, hey, like this isn't right. Like we shouldn't be doing this. Then and then me noticing, hey, like they're not changing. Then there's a, there comes a certain point like where I was finding myself getting, like, getting stuck in those, like, old ways in a way, and I wasn't fully able to live into the imitation of being the light mm. because, like, that baggage, mm. you know? And more, and we can, like, speak into, is it John 15 or something like that, about, like, like, what do we need to weed out of our lives in order to truly magnify the light, the source, Jesus, mm -hmm. you know, like, within ourselves. But I do want to acknowledge that being different, being living according to God's plan and his will, you may lose some friendships. You may be looked at like, oh, like, like, why are they doing Like, just not, not the weirdo, but like, people might look at you differently. That's okay. Do you know? Because what do the scribes and Pharisees do to Jesus? You know what I mean? What did they do to I mean, the apostles, the disciples, right? And what did Jesus do for them? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that was great. You know, it's that there's that sense of hope. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, bro, we're not alone in this. We never were. We never were. So there's hope. Congratulations, there's hope. Um, yeah, so, I mean, we, we said all that good things, you know, this invitation that we have of being the light, you know, it's not something, you know, in, in the stars that we can't reach. It's like, no, like, this is, this is possible, you know, actually, this is your invitation, all of you guys' invitation. So, yeah, um, but I think it's important to, I mean, you kind of talked about some, 
um, some steps that you kind of like mentioned? What are some, you know, what does it look like in, in reality to be the light? Um, um, and I think what it starts with is simply, you said it, but like simply just saying yes to God, you know, starts that fire. Um, that, that, that small yes um, starts that fire. I'm going to shout out um, brother, I think brother Malachi in his video with Ascension with um, Father Mark Mary, but he said it like so beautiful, beautifully. It's like every like place of darkness, every place of sin, you know, it always goes back um, to that, to the beginning, right? To the garden, to Eve's no, right? No to God. That's where the darkness and the sin came. Um, but then what, what did Our Lady do? What did Mary do, you know, years later? Um, she said yes to God and that, that started the fire and that, you know, opened the door, right? Literally for Jesus to shine his light yeah. to the world. Right. Um, but it starts by saying yes. Um, what does saying yes look like? I mean, saying yes looks like I'm going to obey my parents right? Saying yes looks like I'm going to do my schoolwork. Mm. I'm to do it. Um, I'm going to, you know, help that person on the side of the road that needs money. That simple yes, right? Um, I mean, we can just go off a list, but just that simple yes to God and the little things, right, can create movements. That's good. Oh. Movement to the terror of darkness, mm. right? So, just that simple yes. Um, because if we say no, right, we're closing our hearts off to Jesus shining through us, right? But when we say yes, we're opening that door for, you know, the Son of God to reflect His goodness good. and to save the world, That's good. you know? So, yeah, this is not, I mean, it's simple. It's, I mean, just just say yes to God and, and keep saying yes, Um but obviously there's more to it. Um, but I think that's, that's important to know that, yeah, you can be the light and, you know, not have 3 million followers. Like you can do it where you are in college, wherever you are in high school, um, however old you are, you can start a fire for God's kingdom by just simply being obedient, you know, to the invitation that Jesus is calling you into. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so good. Thank you, Roman. Yes, sir. And I want to also acknowledge the fact that we can not and are we just absolutely just like not capable of doing it on our own. Like we need to ask for God to be able to like fully say yes. You know, I think there's a lot of times it's easy to be like, yeah, okay, yes, God, mm. I got you. I'm, I'm like, I'm gonna do this. And 30 minutes later, what are we back to? And when he asks us, when he invites us into something else. But I think if we consciously make that decision, like, God, like, please give me the grace to say yes in this. Like, I want to fully say yes to you in this. I don't want a divided heart. Like, I just want my heart completely oriented towards you. Like, please give me that grace. You know, and grace is like with faith, grace asking for the grace of faith, the faith, of, uh, the grace of hope, the grace of love, but also the graces of like boldness and quite frankly, just like courage across the board. You know, 
Because like that is like what we need, like in our walk with God, towards ministering to others and bringing others closer to His heart. And I didn't think like, and another practical we were thinking about was serve. Like, who are you serving? Like, how are you serving? Are you serving with joy? Are you serving with anger? Are you just serving just to? Just to check something off. Just to say that you did it. People can see, people can tell by your hot posture how you're serving. Like you're not, a lot of times people think like they, they can hide their emotions. But I don't know about you, but I can read right through somebody. Like if they're trying to like do that. I'm like, I can see what you're doing. Do you know what I mean? I can tell they're not doing it genuinely. Mm. So I think this, this is, it comes back to comes back to loving your neighbor as you love yourself. Mm. Yeah. You know, the two greatest commandments, love God, love your neighbor as you love yourself. But there's so, there's so much, so much magnitude and gravity with serving, serving the less fortunate, even just serving your friends, your parents, Serving God, whatever he's, he's like asking you to do, whatever he's desiring for you to do. Because we get so busy a lot of times thinking or telling God, it's like, God, like, I need this, I need this, I need that. Instead of just simply asking before we give our desires, like, God, like, what do you desire for me to do? Like, how can I serve you? And, you know, it's so easy saying all of this now, right? Like, I don't want you to think that we're perfect in any in any way, because that is absolutely like not the truth at all. But we're striving, we're trying. Yeah, we you know we fail. <laughs> many times. I fail many times. <laughs> but there's hope. Because our God is a God of promises. And if we truly believe that. Why do we worry? Yeah, I heard that in mass today. Like, it didn't even, I wasn't even supposed to really be at that church, but things the line ended up being there or whatever. But the priest said that in his homily, and that really just hit me. It's like, if I truly believe that God is a God of promises, then why do I worry? But... So maybe, yeah, Roman, on the third practical, what do you have for us? I think, uh, you kind of put me on the spot a little bit, but yeah. it's all good, brother. It's all good. Love you, bro. Um, <laughs> I would say, I guess the third third practical um, that maybe one can apply is humility. Mm. Um I mean, I'm going to bring up Mary again, but I just think um, when you realize that, like, you're you're an idiot without Jesus, you know, it's easy to then, well, not easy. Let me scratch that off. Once you realize that you can't do it on your own, which is hard to do, right? Mm. Like, me personally, like, I'm Bradley, I mean, we're not perfect. You know, it's hard for me to realize that I'm broken and that I need help and that I need I need Jesus, you know, because I've realized that everything that I try, I touch and I try to do on my own is messed up, 
you know, it's, it's broken. Um, so I think just lowering, lowering yourself to, um, yeah, acknowledging that and then accepting that, you're then able to invite Jesus into that brokenness, mm. right? Wow, that's so good. You know? Yeah. And you're able to show up like a sick person that got the flu to the doctor saying, help me, help me, you know? Um, and once you do that, Jesus, you know, he's a gentleman, right? He, he waits until you invite him, you know? And then mm -hmm. once you invite him, mm -hmm. he comes in and he, he, like, he goes back to, I mean, we're talking about being alive. He goes, once you invite him, he enters into, like, into your life. And then he, you know, uses you um, to be the difference and to be his hands and his feet in today's world, right? Um, but I think, yeah, it's, it, it's acknowledging that we can't do it on our own, right? Like Mary did when she said yes to Jesus. Um, and then it's responding, right? We're not the main character. It's not about us. It's about God and his glory, Amen. you know? Yeah. Like, we're sitting here, but it's not about us. Like, mm -hmm. we're just simply, like, tr like, trying and striving to just be obedient um, and to respond to the calling that, you know, the Lord has given us, you know, but in the midst of it, it's like, it's all about God and his kingdom, right? And his, and his, and his light. Um, however, I, I thought of something else. I'll say this quick, but I just think prayer um, is so important um, to being the light. And I'm going to say this because I think about um, the rod and the fire example. Mm. I think about, you know, the fire of God, right? Jesus, you know. And then I think about us being, you know, that cold steel rod um, that can't burn anything, right, on our own. Once you put the rod in the fire, right, once you spend time with Jesus and, um, in front of the Blessed Sacrament and adoration and you get that, you receive the gaze of that light of Jesus Christ, you spend time in the fire, you know, that, that rod now can burn things and you know, that, yeah, the rod has the capabilities that the fire has, you know, to burn and to shine before others, right? That's so good. So, yeah, that, I was, that hit me. And I've kind of been speaking a lot, but that hit me. No, just being, um, just prayer, prayer in general um, helps you to receive, right, the gifts that God is trying to give us. But, yeah, that was kind of, that was kind of it on that. Yeah. And it kind of goes to, you know, when he says, abide in me as I abide in you, you know, that... Like when you truly allow yourself to like recognize that Jesus like abides within us, mm. like through that, we're able to like give with joy, you know, we're able to serve others with joy, then we're able to encourage others. You know, St. Paul talks about it in what you were reading earlier yeah. about the last verse, therefore encourage one another and build one another up as indeed you do. It's not... Yes, like we're called like to disciple ourselves, but we're also called to disciple others. You know, and I think it's a lot of times it's so easy, us, easy for us to do just like, okay, I'm going to focus on myself and then not like, I mean, not, not worry about and like pray with others and like really like minister to others because it's uncomfortable. But where is it, where have we ever, like, I don't know, where we ever got that idea that 
we're called to be comfortable. Because I don't, I've personally never seen it in scripture. I don't know if you have, but I know I haven't. Yes, there's there's a sense of like, yeah, like rest, rest is important, but comfortable more so in the sense of like, I mean like spiritually, right? Like are we praying, are we fasting? But I do want to, yeah, going back to like encouraging one another. But I want to see you in heaven. I do. It means a lot, brother. But in order to do that, I have to be able to call him higher. You know what I mean? And that, through that, through this like brotherhood, through, I mean, the Great Commission, right? Like make disciples of all nations. Through this, this unity, we're able to draw others closer to God. Right? Like, I'm not saying that, yeah, you're going to be able to be on a, like having, like, let's say a podcast or like whatever it is. Like this, you don't need this to do, as you said, like to do whatever, like to do ministry, like to be able to like, to, to sit with people, to pray with people, just to love people. You really don't. If anything, having this comes with more, um, comes with more spiritual warfare and all these different things that are just like a lot, but and we know our God is the God of promises and he's going to help us through it, you know? But to, to orient, to go back to like encouraging one another, don't be afraid of that. If you are afraid, ask God to help you not be afraid. Yes, it is easy to say that. I know in the moment it's hard to to really express that wholeheartedly. But I do want to bring a sense of hope that like you're not alone. You know, like as you were saying earlier, the divine indwelling, right? Like Father, Son, and Holy Spirit literally like within us through our baptism. The three. Count it out again. <laughs> Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You know, I just, yeah, I just want us to take a time to reflect on what needs to be weeded out. Let's pray. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, and Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit, quiet our hearts. Come, Holy Spirit, set a fire in our hearts. Come, Holy Spirit. When the time is right, I pray that you may show them where you are calling them to make changes. that you may show them where you're calling them to, to be the light of Jesus. Pray that you may show them what you are calling them to weed out of their lives. Come Holy Spirit, I pray that you may help them to, to bring all of it to Jesus' feet. They may look up at, upon Jesus, recognizing their littleness. 
recognizing how much help they truly need. Jesus, I pray that you may continue to keep seeing them in the places that they're scared. God, I pray that you may just give them a big hug. May you give them the grace to be, to be bold, to be courageous. May you give them the grace to an increase of faith, hope, and love, charity. Jesus, we trust in you. Jesus, we trust in you. Jesus, we trust in you. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Yeah. Sweet. Well, thank you for joining us. Um, Riley, thank you for being here with me. Um, yeah, thank you guys, for real. Um, we love you guys. And yeah, I challenge you guys, we both challenge you guys to be the light in the darkness and to know that Satan has nothing on you. He's, he's an op, opposition. In Jesus' name. St. Joseph Charities. Pray for us. Thank you guys so much for watching the podcast. Man, God bless you guys. Please like, subscribe, comment, do all that good stuff. We're praying for you guys. We love you guys. And please, if you are able, um, we would really appreciate if you guys could donate um, to this podcast. The link will be in the show notes. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, this is not free. So if you guys are able, um, please consider donating. But like, like that being said... We love you guys. God bless. Double E all the way. Hey, Jesus. We love you guys. Come on. Let's push the phrase, Double E family. Let's do this together. Not for our glory, but for God's. Amen. Yes, sir. See that. Thank you so much for listening, friends. For more content from this podcast, please click the link in the episode description. And I invite you to come join us in St. Louis, Missouri, in encountering the person of Jesus Christ at Seek 24 from January the 1st through January the 5th. For more information and to learn how to register, please visit seek.focus.org.